Hello and welcome back to OT Talk with Mr. T. I'm your host, Mr. T. Questions, comments, suggestions are always welcome at MaximumTEE at Yahoo.com. Let's talk some life household objects, shoelaces, bowls, and if we have a minute, coffee cans, containers, and tin cans. We're going to combine two topics in one. See how that goes if we have enough time today as we try to do things Monday to Thursday, God willingly, Neder. And we try to do it in 10 minutes or less, as much as we can here on OT Talk. So shoelaces, when I think shoelaces, I think a wonderful ADL skill we try to teach to our kids. Not all kids are able to be receptive to learning how to tie shoelaces. It's really a process. It takes a couple of, uh, takes a really a long time to get it done. It's, it takes a couple of steps. A lot of different sequencing goes involved. But the shoelaces themselves are interesting to think about. If you have a student that is having difficulty with shoelaces, and we're thinking from an OT perspective, and it's not something that they're going to be able to acquire right now. Like a student I had in school in the beginning of the year, I already thought I don't, I didn't think it was able to be possible for him to already accept and receive the ability to do shoelaces at well. So I was thinking what we could do instead. And then I thought of the company called Vans, V-A-N-S, that has some shoelaces that has the, sh- the laces that don't actually tie appropriately, but they have laces that could be pulled. You just figure out how to thread them in the different holes. And from there, they go into the shoes and you don't have to actually tie them you just pull them and that's a way that it could be that a kid has a functional looking shoe but he's not actually having to tie the shoes but when we do want to do the shoelaces the method that i use not the only method out there probably not the best method out there is i i give it the verbal cues of i give it the verbal directions of over under where you take the laces and you go over and then under and then I say loop, loop, or rabbit ear, rabbit ear. And then we once we hold the rabbit ears, then we do over, under, and pull. So it's just six steps. And then when you do the second knot, you also do again over, under, loop, loop. And really then you just do the over, under, and pull again for the second one. So that's how we do that for the shoelaces in order to be able to get them to learn the shoelaces but when it comes to the laces themselves, when they get used to the laces, there are different ADL boards, like the ones I use that I found on Amazon for $20. It has the different skills involved, and it's only 20 bucks for the six boards, and each board is a different skill. There's shoelacing, and then there's buckles, there's zippers and snaps and buttons, and then there's also the lacing and the threading of the actual laces. So that's a good thing to use also. When you have the the ADL of shoe involved, there's also the model, the shoe model that Melissa and Doug makes on a wooden shoe, which is really nice. Besides for the boards and that, then you have a a thing that it's also really nice where you have besides for the board and the shoe model. But if you use a real shoe to practice on, and then they could practice on their own shoe. They have the 2D version, then they have the the vest version. Then they and the board version, I mean, then they have the shoe model and then they have an extra shoe lying around and then their own shoes. These are all different steps to get them to visualize, but they could also lace. They could also thread the lacing through the threading type of a thing. You could use different things such as an egg carton to lace through. You could have the actual lacing boards that they make out there. You could have it through a headband or a bracelet or a bangle you could use. There are also shoelace accessories. Even if you have a cardboard box or a cardboard shoe box, we're going to talk about shoe boxes in an upcoming episode. If you just make different holes 
with different things, you could actually get the laces to be laced throughout the box. You could get them to try to go throughout the different holes over, under, over, under. Let them learn how to use the shoelacing. And there could also be a lacing sneaker involved. But when it comes to shoelaces, talk to your local OT about what's best for your child. If it's a skill that we feel like it's something they could accomplish, they could obtain, then we'll definitely work on that as an ADL goal because we want kids to be able to tie shoes themselves. But there are some kids that that are not able to get that. And until they're able to get it, or if they're not able to get it, either we'll do Velcro or the Vans type of shoes, which look like a shoelace or just a shoelace, that you, a shoe you could take out the shoelaces and put in the, the shoelace where you just pull it. I forget what they're called, but they're like, they're pre-tied or non-tying lacing, and they look very cool. They're only $10 on Amazon. So that's for a little bit about shoelaces. Much, much more you could talk about. Talk to your local OT about that. But when you talk about bowls, bowls is another thing that's around the house that I was thinking of that we could talk about. Bowls are very receptive, very good storage items, storage receptacles. You can make paper mache bowls with them. They could be good for storage. You can make different crafts out of them. I'm thinking of when you make a, a face in the bottom of the bowl or if you turn the bowl over and you have the googly eyes and then you have glue and you could put some different shapes on and you could have different things that you use the, the mouth for. And you want to make it edible, you could use different things such as cream or frosting, or if you want to just make things out of that, you can use the bowl as well. Different crafts can be good. It could be a jewelry bowl. You can make gems at the bottom. You can make beads at the bottom. And then you could also make a leaf bowl or a balloon bowl. You can make a tissue paper bowl, a magazine bowl, a clay bowl, and a lace bowl. You could also make a chocolate bowl with a balloon, and you could have a, a balloon that you could dip into the bowl, especially if there's shaving cream or whipped cream involved. Also, you could use paper bowls and paper mache bowls or paper mache objects using the bowls, and then you could do clay on the bowls also. Again, these are just a few items in two greater categories, and we're going to move over to a third category now. These are categories I wanted to mention, but not enough stuff that I found on each topic, so we're just combining it into one overall thing today. So let's move over to coffee cans, containers, tin cans. You have these Folgers. You have Nest Cafe that's lying around the house. It's empty. You're about to throw it out, but you think to yourself, there's definitely something I could do with these things, right? There's definitely something I could do with a tin can. I remember when I was a kid, we had these phones, right? You can make a tin fan, tin can phone, excuse me, say that 10 times fast too. Tin can phone where you have a string that you put through both tin cans and then one is for one ear for one friend and one is for one ear of the other friend and voila, you have a tin can phone. When I was a kid, Okay, this was a very cool thing. Even as adults, these things could be very cool. You could also races with the cans, especially if you're standing on the cans and you, you put a, a little rope around it to put your foot into and then you hold it the rope in your hands and it's basically like you're walking on tin cans and then you can see who goes there first. You can make towers out of tin cans. You can knock down the tin cans, especially like the, the game, knock down the jugs, but here you use tin cans. You could paint with the tin cans. You could paint the tin cans themselves or you could use tin cans to be in the paint. You could have rolling cans of paint. You could have magnet play with the tin cans. A xylophone could be made out of tin cans. The tin cans themselves could be drums. I like high household object to be drums. And when you bang on the table, you could bang on these as drums too they could be wind chimes you can make a robot it could be a sports thing or you can knock the can down like we said you can make a birdhouse out of it or a bread pan you could decorate the cans you can make a yarn cubby with the cans especially for organization the can could be a vase or a vase depending how you say it it could be a wine rack it could be a kitchen can for spices or storage it could be a plunger holder especially if you don't mind it 
being used that way. It could be good for office storage. It could be good for luminaries, a kid's craft storage area. It could be good for a pet food canister or a planter. Or it's good for a popcorn pail or for a piggy bank, especially if you close off the bottom and have a slip a slot on top for them to drop the money into. It could be a light fixture. It could be a cake plate. It could be a utensil holder. You know, I have different utensil holders for dairy and meat. And I have it in, in this thing that looks just like a tin can. I mean, it's like a ceramic thing, but really you could take a tin can and you can make that into a utensil holder itself. It could also be a snack holder and also canned stilts. It could be made into and it could also be for hanging canned storage. So you can use those coffee cans, those coffee containers, those coffee, those tin cans lying around and you can make them into good items. And this was just a little bit of talking about shoelaces for a minute, bowls for a minute, and a few minutes talking about coffee cans here on OT Talk with Mr. T. When we're talking about different household objects, join us next time as we talk about ice and see what we can do with ice, different activities, and the like with the object of ice on OT Talk with Mr. T. And I'm your host, Mr. T.